What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Husband and Wife Talk Podcast. My name is Corey. My name is Alex. And today we are going to be talking about tips for dealing with relationships during quarantine and what happens when one partner goes back to work. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, this yeah. is something we've been talking a lot about. But first, let's do Wednesday Wisdom. Let's dive right in. What you got? Can you can you start to add like a splash of water? Dive right into Wednesday Wisdom. Dive right into Wednesday Wisdom. (laughs) That's a tiny little splash. It's a slow drip. (laughs) Um, Okay, one more? Good job. Yep. (laughs) Um, Anyone who's listening, that was actually Corey's mouth, not a Not a a drop of water. Very good. I just said a sad, a sound added. Um, Okay. Uh, My Wednesday wisdom is be careful how you speak to clients or employers or employees. Or contractors. Or be careful about how you speak to people you work with because sometimes you might be a little nice and kind of give some leeway and they might walk all over you. Um, And not to say that I have a client that walked all over me, but I've been training some people um, during quarantine and I was flexible on people canceling or having to reschedule the day of. And uh, I I am pretty forgiving and especially during this time when there's so much up in the air and people are working from home. Totally. I get it. But then it started to kind of lead into someone canceling like 30 minutes before or 40 minutes before. Which is something that's happened with a ton of your clients. It's not a new thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not an, it's not a new thing, but what is new is how understanding and flexible I was Mm. in the beginning of Mm -hmm. us working out together. So then it was, there was kind of this understanding that I was cool with it. But when I have to wake up at, yeah. Seven six forty five. Yeah. And I and I don't really I don't I try not to look at my phone too much immediately when I wake up. Yeah. And which is also like kind of my fault. But um when I get a text at seven saying, you know, I'm not gonna be able to make it. Yeah, like, like But that's also why you hire a trainer, because you're like, No, get your fucking ass over here. Yeah, and, let's and, do it. and so the, there was some times where I was like, It's okay, and then there was other times where I was like, Nope. Like, come and we'll still work out. I'll be gentle this morning. But yeah, um, just when you're working with a new client or if you're working with an employer, employee, whatever it is, like, just be aware of the boundaries you're setting for yourself yeah. and the relationship between you and said coworker, yeah. or employee, whatever. That's it may great. Be. So. That's great. That's my Wednesday wisdom. Mm, my Wednesday wisdom is, uh, and I think I've talked about this before probably many times, but I've really been doing a lot of work around managing <clears throat> anxiety over projects that I feel overwhelmed with. A <clears throat> um, uh, recent example, I had this one project that like has been pushed and pushed and pushed, and I was like really nervous about like, am I going to be able to deliver? So I spent all this time feeling like, super anxious about it. Like I let myself be worried about it. Uh, I talked about it on the podcast. It's the same project that when we were driving home and I was like, I'm too, I have too much anxiety and I need to just like sit back and focus on it. Sit back and like not think about it. Everything turned out great. 
the client was super happy and there was literally no reason I needed to have all of this anxiety mm-hmm. surrounding like surrounding it. But, um, I think it comes from a place of, I just want everything to be like perfect and everyone to be like happy. And, um, just, I, I did exercise a lot of restraint in not panicking too much about it compared to like how I have in the past. And it really was a good feeling to kind of just put the work in and, uh, not worry so much about the outcome or the deadline and just focus on the work and be like, this is going to be fine. Everything's going to get done. <clears throat> and it did. And everything was great. And there's there was no reason for me to have any of that anxiety. It's only going to add more gray hairs to my head, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's my Wednesday wisdom. Don't focus too much on potential things that could go wrong and just focus on the moment. That's great. Word. That's great. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about what happens when one partner goes back to work and the other one has to stay at home. I'm going to... Okay. Why don't you correct me and tell me what we're going to be talking about? Yeah. Because it's not not just that. It's more than that. Right. 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 So today we're kind of talking about... I'm calling this quarantine couple survival. (laughs) Um, Potential... Problems that couples might be having, maybe one one couple, one person in the relationships a little bit more back to work than the other, or one person is employed and the one one person isn't, or um, spending too much time with your partner, not spending enough time with your partner. So, survival, couples edition. Yeah, <laughs> we've been hearing from a lot of friends that there have been like little cracks in the armor that are starting to show up in relationships in different ways not necessarily like deal breakers but just things that are like kind of frustrating um yeah as we kind of talk to people through talk to our friends and family members about like what's going on in their lives and how they're dealing with being home all the time yeah um because different i mean we're big subscribers of the love language uh theory i guess yeah and um you know, that makes a lot of sense to us and it's been monumental in our relationships. And so navigating that, um, what, what are some of the things that we've heard from our, our friends? Well, I'll just touch on the love language thing for a second. Um, because my, I, I feel like a broken record, but just in case no one's heard it before, my love language is quality time. And, uh, Jude, where are you going, buddy? You can't really lay on that. (laughs) Um, because, (laughs) Jesus, Jude, just lay down. Jude's on the table. Just lay down. Okay. Um, because mine is quality time and you've gone back to work, excuse me, that was a weird, like, inner hiccup thing. Um, because you've gone back to work, (laughs) Jude, you are so distracting right now. (laughs) Okay, you good? All right. Um, You've gone back to work, and I have uh, not really gone back to work. We aren't spending as much time with each other. So I think just the overall lesson is if you have not had a conversation with your partner about what their love language is, do and you can go to if you google like love languages or what's my love like I can't I'll look at the website right now but there's a quiz you can take if you don't know what your love language is and the way you give love and the way you receive love might be different yeah so um I was talking to someone and they were saying that they weren't feeling 
loved or no, they, they were feeling loved, but they felt like they needed because their partner had gone back to work and they hadn't had much time with them. They felt like they needed like extra physical touch because Mm -hmm. that's their love language and their partner wasn't giving it to them in the way that they needed it. And Mm -hmm. so they were feeling like they just felt like they needed more from their partner. Right. So especially if, you know, there's so much heavy negative things going on right now. I think it's important to have a deeper understanding of how your partner needs, how your partner needs love and how you can show up for your partner. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that you want to say on, on love languages? Yeah, I mean, uh, there's no surprise to anyone that regularly listens that your love language is quality time. Um, And it's hard when, you know, I have uh, somewhat gone back to work pretty regularly um, to to get the quality time that we were getting in the middle of when nobody was working. Yeah. And I think that's been very hard for you. Um, And it's hard for me, too, because, you know, I find myself uh feeling guilty for going back to work mm-hmm. and i also find myself guilty for like loving the ability to go back to work yeah you know but that's something that i have to kind of work through because when someone is suffering and not that you're like suffering in any kind of like yeah. crazy kind of way i have a hard time and i feel guilty for enjoying myself when someone else is in pain and uh, so that's kind of hard. It's just like, I want everyone to be happy, you know, like I yeah. want you to be happy and fulfilled and be doing things you want to be doing and, and you're not able to. So when I get to do it, it's almost like, uh, if I got to go to a friend's birthday party and you didn't get invited, you know, it's like, <laughs> that's how I feel. It's like, yeah. Oh, well, like if that was the case, I'd be like, fuck that. I got, I want to go. I'd rather be, you know, here with you. But, um, you know, unfortunately we have to work. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. And I don't know if, I don't know what that's about for me. Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't, I shouldn't feel guilty. And I don't think it's because of anything that you're doing. And I know why you're having a hard time. And I, and I know that, I know that it has nothing to do with me, but it does, like, it still affects me in a way where I'm like, I feel kind of bad. Yeah. Just in general, just but- because you're not fully happy in in your work situation yeah that's what's kind of frustrating for me yeah but there's nothing that you are doing to make me i understand that you know it's just the circumstances yeah but it's like it's like um sadness through proxy i Mm. guess or like the feeling of some like things could be better yeah through proxy um that's all yeah um i also um i want to talk a little bit more about that, but I just wanted to say one more thing about, um, um, love languages, how, because you might give and receive love differently than your partner. Sometimes you have to go a little bit out of your way Mm. to make sure your partner gets what they need. Like for example, the couple friends that I was referring to, um, there's this physical touch and, they felt like their partner wasn't giving that to them. And for us, yours is physical touch. Mm-hmm. And my lowest way of giving is through physical touch. Mm-hmm. So I have to really push myself out of the way 
um, or push myself to go out of the way to give you extra physical touch that you might need. Mm -hmm. And for you to me, like mine is quality time. So there might be some ways that you kind of have to bend a little bit to give me a little bit more Mm. quality time and, or understanding that my quality time isn't like the few minutes before before work or like coming home and, and you're beat tired from, from work. And then there isn't much, there's time together, but there's not much quality time. Right. So I think, um, and we had that conversation uh, two days ago that I said I wanted to do something with you and you were like, well, what does that mean? Like, what do you, what does that mean? Like, you want to do something with me? And, and I had to say, you know, I want to do something other than spending a little bit of time in the morning or a little yeah, bit of time in the evening. Totally. Like, I want to have an experience and mm-hmm. and have what I consider quality time. Mm. Um, yeah. So that's another reason why it's, like really important to understand how your partner totally needs to receive love so that you can go out of your way in case that's not how you give love. Right. Yeah. Um, Which is a hard thing to do. Yeah. It's not uh, what you like doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But anyway, um, so getting back to you going back to work and me not at work, um, you know, when, when things weren't, as busy for you, you were working from, and you were working mainly from home. I felt like it, it was, it was also a struggle for us because I, I believe, I'm sure we've talked about this, but you work better not from home. Yeah. And, um, you felt like I was interrupting you or asking things of you when it was your work time. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of hard for us to set. I mean, I think, it got better, but it was hard for us to set, you know, work boundaries because I wasn't having to do as much as you. Yeah. And I just want to like throw in the caveat that like you weren't doing anything that was like super crazy distracting. It's, it's more, it's more like I need to put a sign on my back that says, please don't talk to me because <laughs> I will talk to you for five and a half hours. Like I yeah. just can't self-regulate. At yeah. Yeah. So it, it has more to do with me, really, than it does with you. Yeah. And then there would be the occasional, like, hey, can you come help me do the laundry? Hey, can you help me do the dishes? Or, like, can you help me with yeah. this? Or, like, which is totally fine and, and normal. But at the same time, you know, there is a there is a break. No, no matter how focused you can, like, getting up and it kind of breaks the concentration. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think just the fact that, like, I'm able to tell you, like, I don't work well around you is healthy mm-hmm. um a lot of people i think might be afraid to tell their spouse like i can't be around you uh while i'm trying to work because yeah. it might hurt their feelings i don't feel like i'm hurting your feelings i'm just like well I, i'm constantly trying to hack my own laziness and yeah. being around you exacerbates my like my inner uh well you can just take a little break or like uh, yeah you can just you can just like quit halfway through this and yeah. you'll, you can pick it up tomorrow and that's just not a healthy way to look at work. But when I force myself into the confines of like being in a space that I is built for creativity, I can just go in, I get shit done and then I can come home a little bit earlier. And, but it also affects you that, that then I'm not home, but also when we're here and I'm working, that's not quality time either. So it's like, yeah, you know, so, so in my mind, and this is actually a question, is it the same to have me working from home? 
as um, quality time? Like, does that count for you as like a quality moment? Because I, in my mind, it's like, I'm just in there on the computer. Yeah. Um, no, it doesn't really count as a quality time, but I'm not home alone. Right. Most of the day. Yeah. Monday through Friday. Yeah. So it helps. I, I think that's something different. Like having, asking you to work from home or having you work from home isn't because I necessarily view it as quality time, but I view it as I'm not home alone. Right. Talking to the cats. Like <laughs> even though yeah. I'm tr- giving you space, yeah, we can pause and have lunch together. Sure. Or, you know, you step away or you, there are moments where we can, we can connect. Right. Um, so I think wanting you to work from home isn't to fill my quality time. It's more to fill. Just having someone here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I've offered, you can always come to work with me. Like that's yes. not a big deal at all. Yes. Which and you haven't taken me up on. And I. N- no. And I, I haven't done that for a few different reasons. <laughs> and the main one is uh, I don't want to be a Yoko Ono. <laughs> but that's, you got to stop that. I mean, like Pete comes to the office and I love it. Like it's great. Yeah. There's no, like he just brings his computer and you know, is does his own thing. Like there's no reason why you can't, it, this, the space is big and is big enough for us to physically be way far apart and like yeah. not have to interact. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, and then yeah. what's the other reason you don't come? Um, I think the other reason why I don't come is because I feel <clears throat> I don't know. I, th- I think it's mainly like I don't want to get in the way or feel like it's like bring your wife to work day. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's my office and I can I know. do whatever I want. So, I know. And I know, know that's my hang up and I got to yeah, get over it. for sure. Um, I also... It's kind of boring. And... No, it's not. So it's kind of boring. Like I don't know how much... I mean, I could... I could. It's like I could do busy work to stay there sure, all day, yeah. but... Um, I hear you. And then if, yeah, yeah, but I, if that's, it's like, if that's something that I want to do is see you more and spend more time with you and not be alone. And if I feel like that's making me, if it's being home alone is making me sad or making me lonely or yeah, I I got, I got to do something about it. I got to, next time that happens, I've, I've been working on getting out more and like yesterday I had lunch with with Pete mm-hmm. um, and see planning to see my sister. So it's just, it's hard when you're, when you don't have a lot of things to do. Yeah. And then it's like, well, I could find busy work of like writing a blog post or right, right, right. doing this, but, or like teaching an extra class, but I don't necessarily have the motivation to do sure. busy work. Yeah, and then it's like, that. well, and is then, it even really doing anything? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I get that. Yeah. Um, but I, I was asked by someone, um, like they asked me, how are you and Corey doing? Do you feel like being stuck with each other and like spending so much time is, is challenging and I said, like, no, the, the opposite. Um, 
But I do know that some people feel like they really need, like maybe more introverted people really need their alone time. And um, thinking back to when we were more, you know, a deeper quarantine really stuck together. Mm. I never, I personally never felt like I needed alone time. But I know that there are people out there that feel like I just, I need a little break (laughs) from my partner and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with needing time for yourself. Right. So, um, thinking about what you need or maybe asking what your partner needs. And it was brought up to us. Um, you were talking to a friend of yours and your friend's partner said to him, if you want me, if you like want time alone in the house, like just let me know. And I, I can can leave leave. and I can give you time. Which is such a mature thing to say. Yeah, it's really healthy to to realize what your partner might be needing. And I think that's that's like the next level of commitment and love and understanding of your relationship is going, putting, really putting yourself in your partner's shoes and thinking like, how are they doing during Mm. this time? And like, what could they be needing? Yeah, the, the conversation was like, uh, the person was like, you know, when you leave for work, I'm here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when you come home from work, I'm, I'm here. here. <laughs> so like, if you ever need time just alone, he's like, I'm realizing that you're not getting that. So like, let me know. And I'm happy to like get out for a little while. And I was like, yeah. that's such a mature way to yeah. do it. Um, and then I asked you, like, do you ever, cause I, I'm leaving to go teach a couple mornings and um, oh, I, I, there has I, been times where I've gone to hang out with Erica solo and yeah, I mean, I think the thing that I enjoy when you're not here is just the freedom to like do nothing, uh, yeah. in a way that's like just me time, you know, I can like sit and like have coffee and watch TV or I can, you know, scroll the internet or listen to a podcast and, you know, cook breakfast and like stare outside the window. I mean, there's a like... I do enjoy uh, the time that's like when you're teaching classes Um, only because like when you're, when you're here, there's always something that needs to be done or prepped for or taken care of or, you know what I mean? So there's, well, they'll, they need to be done whether I'm here or not. It's just me doing them or asking you. Right, right, right. Exactly. But I mean like there's, you know, there's a, there's, a different energy when you're not in the house, obviously. I mean, yeah. same when I'm gone. Um, I can't imagine. Actually, I can't because you were gone uh, f- when you were in grad school. You were gone for a month at a time. And, like, I got a lot done when you were gone. And I really enjoyed, like, watching shows and, yeah, you know, doing my own thing. Um, it's We're just very different people in that, like, I... I feel like I'm a little bit better at just like being by myself than you are. Um, I don't know if it's better. I think I'm at by myself more. Mm. <laughs> so I've hit my capacity sure. of being by myself. Sure, sure, sure. That makes sense. Yeah. Because like thinking back to when we were in our quote unquote normal life, I did enjoy having time by myself at the house Mm. to work on the house, 
or decompress or decompress or like yeah. watch the show that I wanted to watch or right. listen to the podcast that mm-hmm. I wanted to listen to. Um, so it's just at this moment, I am doing it a lot more than you. Totally. <laughs> so I feel like I, again, like I'm hitting my, I'm hitting my threshold. Yeah. That makes um, sense. So that's why I'm maybe complaining about it more. I'm not sure. Um, I don't feel like you're complaining about it. I just know that it's hard for you. I have, I yeah. don't feel like you're complaining about it. Yeah. You're just saying, Hey, I'm struggling with this. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so yeah. what are some things that, uh, we've done to kind of combat that? And what can people do if they're like having a hard time not being around? Um, I think if, if you're having, if you're having a hard time or maybe I shouldn't say hard time, if you're feeling like you want alone time or feeling like I need my own space for a little bit, mm-hmm. I, the main thing is just communicating it to your partner and saying, I'm going to go like setting boundaries. I'm going to go for a walk and listen to my podcast. Or maybe if, if you have the luxury of having a space that has a, an apartment or house or that has space, maybe I'm going to lock myself in this room for a little bit and mm. it, I'm going to whatever, listen to my podcast, read my book, watch a show, whatever. Or, um, or maybe it's connecting with a friend or doing like going to, to going to a, the park or, um, running an errand by yourself. Yeah. Um, if you have a car, the luxury of kind of driving in the car by yourself might be, might be nice. And maybe you take the long way or take your time at the the store or whatever it may be. Um, yeah. But I mean, we, we, uh, I mean, knowing that we've been, we've been kind of working through this, me returning back to work, we've kind of tried to do some things, uh, to help combat that such as like planning things to do. Um, we, I think we've been pretty good about let's set, let's look, let's do this. Like, like, let's do this this weekend. Let's make this thing together. Yeah. Like planning activities to do. Yeah. So I, on the flip side, like if you feel like you're not getting enough time with your partner because they're back to work or you're both back to work and, um, feeling a little stuck because there's not a lot of things you can do outside the house. There are, we have some ideas of Mm. what you could do kind of date style or activity in the house. Right. Interactive activities that are not Netflix watching. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, is also totally fine if that's what yeah, you want to do. Yeah, that's what you like to do. Yeah. We've been, um, we've been trying to make being at home fun. Yeah. Um, I told you I was like, I love pickles. I feel like pickling things would probably be pretty easy. And we it is. got some pickled <laughs> stuff and it, we've been, I've really been enjoying that. We, we've started getting, and by we, I mean you, uh, have started getting really good at like kombucha, which is mm-hmm. amazing. And yeah. Oh, it's my favorite thing. Yeah. Um, so I think that the takeaway is doing something in the kitchen that's <clears throat> new for you, like right. ma- making kombucha and make doing pickling and I've been sourdough bread and, and I've been on a on a yeah. English muffin kick. Yeah, trying some new recipes yeah. that are new to both of you that yeah. you can do together, which has been awesome. 
Um, we've been, we just did a, a movie on our roof, which was really fun. We borrowed a projector and like brought some stuff from the studio and like had a little movie on the roof. That was, was awesome. So fucking fun. By the way, watch Palm Springs. Oh, Great yes. Andy Samberg movie. Very good. Um, we've done game nights. We've cooked dinner together. Um, yeah. Uh, just like, you know, finding little ways. It doesn't have to be like a big, long thing. Just like a couple of like an hour yeah. or two to like chilling we've been playing dominoes yeah every now and then which is like that's a struggle for me that's like what i would yeah. imagine physical touch is like for you where i'm like <laughs> i don't necessarily want to do this yeah but i know how much it makes you happy and then yeah. I, you know i also enjoy it as well um and then like a perfect example was uh on sunday i asked you to like my neck was bugging me and I was like, can you just rub my neck for a bit? And then that oh, turned yeah, into spa treatment. Day. Yeah. That turned into <laughs> you like rubbing my neck and then tweezing my eyebrows. I gave you like a little mini facial. A little mini facial. And then you did my nails. I was like, oh God, this is the <laughs> life. I was so relaxed all day. But like, I mean, I, I can't stop thinking about it because I was like, it was just so nice to be touched and like pampered because mm-hmm that i mean we haven't done anything like that in like a very long time yeah and so i was just like so i think i grabbed your face at one point i was like this is the best thing ever (laughs) i was so happy i was so happy and so and then i ended up falling asleep for a little bit that day i was just like i was in heaven dude i felt so great yeah Um, but what a gift that was you know and then like just realizing that how happy it makes the other person is it was I don't know. Did you get any satisfaction out of that? I did. Good. Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed helping pamper you. Yeah. And... Oh God, it was amazing. <laughs> I just can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. I really, I really, uh, really, really enjoyed that. Yeah. It was nice. I felt good. I felt well taken care of and, um, it was, it was after a very like long arduous shoot yeah, that I had that was like, before, yeah such a huge sigh of relief for me the day i i think uh, even in uh, into monday i was just like so tired and out of yeah. it uh, just because i'm out of fighting shape you know um yeah. it was really nice to be taken care of all that to say you know find ways if you truly care about your significant <laughs> other find ways to get out of your comfort zone and into their comfort zone oh uh, yes you know um that that's a that's a important thing to do. I mean, we've had a lot of time to get 13 years to like figure out each other's quirks and and yeah. what and we're still working at it and we're still figuring out like what makes the other person happy. And as long as you like are making an effort, you know. Yeah. There's uh there's joy to be found in that, I think. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Um I also wanted to, um, I mean, things, depending on where you live, things are opening up a little bit. If you can get out of the house, you know, there's also, you can go for a hike together or maybe get into nature. In our last episode, we talked about the importance of getting into nature. Mm. And another thing you could do at home is um, unplugging from electronics for a few hours like saying i'm gonna put my phone in the other room can you do the same or you know have a have a time in your day if maybe it's saturday like i'm gonna from noon to three or whatever it is like let's vow to do no electronics and then you know you know get all your shit done before then um 
on Jude. Um, yeah. Um, we also were, you were talking to someone about, um, um, I don't, having a hard time wording this without the, <laughs> um, you were talking to a friend of yours that their partner, they, they were kind of having similar, um, I don't want to say issues, but they felt like their par- partner was asking a lot of them and they felt like they were having to stay home and be with their partner a lot. And I know that we've kind of shared on what that, how like we've handled it, but I thought you gave your, your friends some, some good advice. I didn't know if you wanted to. Can you remind me what the advice was? Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, your friend was saying that their partner was asking them to be at home a lot and that they were feeling a little depressed is maybe a strong word, but they were feeling a little unmotivated and, and sad and down, similar to how I have been feeling because I don't have a job and my future job is like there's no... Zero prospects. Was, the, yeah, this, there's so moment, much yeah. unknown. Right. And you had you told your friend like think about it think about it for them like if you if someone told you like you yeah, can't oh, that's right yeah yeah if you can't put a camera in your hand for this foreseeable future like how would you feel about it yeah what would you do if all of your immediate work prospects were completely removed from your life you know like try to get in their shoes and realize that would fucking suck dude yeah i would be completely a wreck and sad and angry and like, you know, and, and having empathy, having empathy for that. And, and, and obviously like, you know, I like to think I surround myself with people that are really smart and, and emotionally intelligent. And he was like, no, dude, I get it. I get it. But, you know, at the same time, like you got to take care of yourself, you know, first. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, if you're feeling that way, you got to say something and be like, Hey, I recognize what you're going through, but I can't, be myself unless I take care of, you know, I can't be there for you unless I take care of myself and, yeah. and am fulfilled. So like just because your thing isn't happening right now, doesn't mean that mine's not and that I can't enjoy it. And that goes back to like, he feels guilty yeah, for, you know, wanting to leave. And yeah. I think that's a, re- I mean, that's a sign that he clearly cares very much. <clears throat> and I feel that way too. But, um, the, uh, the satisfaction and the, uh, the 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 ability to work is super important for people um and i can't imagine what that would be like to have it taken it was taken away for a little while and it sucked can't imagine it continuing yeah so having empathy for for those who are struggling is super important yeah it's and you know being on the other side of not really having work in the work in the foreseeable future or just having so much unknown um if you're the person in the relationship that isn't back to work or doesn't have a job right now um trying to find what what I'm doing for myself is trying to find many positives about not working uh, many positives about finding like things for example last week I went to the beach with my sister on a Thursday afternoon Mm -hmm. and 
if I, if this had been, you know, my quote unquote normal schedule, if I had been at work, I would have had to get work covered or I would have had to miss out on, right. on classes or whatnot. So trying to find little silver linings, little silver linings about, and I don't know, I, I, I get it. I totally understand. I'm right there with you of feeling the stress of the unknown. And especially now that, um, the, um, uh, the pandemic unemployment, thank you. The pandemic unemployment is ending. So there's a lot of scary things, but trying to make the most of this time Yeah, and maybe that means having to look outside what you would normally do for work, which I am feeling very, it's, it's, it's really hard. Yeah. It's really hard. Yeah. So, oh. yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I know you are, okay. I know you are, but I'm just like, oh, like, uh, and I, I just, I don't know. I just love you and I, I don't ever want you to like feel that way. So, um, but that's just how it is right now. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there anything else that you wanted to touch on? Uh, no, just, you know, take care of yourself. Take care of your of your partner. Listen. Uh, You're on the same team with your yeah. your partner, so yeah. Just and have empathy. Yeah. Have empathy for for what other people are going through, and like just in general, right now, everyone should have a little bit of empathy mm-hmm. because everyone is yes. struggling with things that you have no idea about. You know, we're all going yeah. we're all going through this in our own way, and uh, the truth of the matter is, our lives could be a hell of a lot worse and and i'm i'm trying to come from a place of like gratitude and being i'm so thankful for everything in my life um yeah. you know uh but you know i think in terms of like relationship relationship wise it's just important to come at it from a place of empathy yeah and do what you can to help to help yeah. your your partner yeah. that's it yeah um you <laughs> so i want to switch gears into uh i was thinking about you laughing last night (laughs) um oh man you were going in your your pillow was covered in tears you were laughing so hard last night what were you laughing about um okay (laughs) well i don't know if i was crying because i was crying or crying because i was laughing i mean i think it was kind of both it was i was tired and just but i i was twisting I was twisting to tell you something funny and I was already kind of giggling and I moved my foot and rubbing my heel against the the sheet. The sheet it sounded sounded like I was farting and so and it was it would have been a very loud out of character fart for me. Yeah. And so I was like as I did that I was it was like yeah, anyway. Um I started giggling and it sounded like I was laughing at my fart and your eyes got really wide and was like what was that and then I just started really laughing and I was trying to speak to you because then I was thinking about what I was going to say in addition to your face and how you thought like I was envisioning what you saw that situation as and that just made me chuckle a lot and then I just I just couldn't stop laughing I just was in a spiral yeah Oh, it was so funny. Yeah. Um, I guess it kind of had to be there. Uh, can I sh- can I share mine? Yeah. 
Um, so technically, yes, that did make me laugh the most. But something else that happened <laughs> recently made me laugh, laugh a lot. Um, <laughs> so as we mentioned, Corey and I have been doing some like pickling. And because I have no concept of time anymore and I don't have any markers of what day is what, um, we wrote, a, we put a, a little sticky note on some of the things we were pickling, the date that it, mm-hmm. that it was so that we would know when they would expire or when they were good to eat. Right, right, right. Um, and your business partner, Nathan, came over and we, we got them out and he was, look, I was holding the jar and he <laughs> pointed to the sticky note and he, said, so he was like, is this the expiration? And I was like, oh, no, no, no. That's when it start. That's when we started it because, you know, blah, blah, blah. and he goes, but that's in, that's in the future. This is in the future. <laughs> this is in the future. Oh, God, and I looked so down funny. and I realized that you had put seven, two or what, I don't remember what the day was, but it, it was, it was June when you wrote when you wrote the thing. So you were supposed to put six, right. oh, 10 or whatever it so was. Funny. And it was seven, 10. And I didn't even realize it either. Neither of <laughs> just, us caught it. Just the fact that I just thought that was so fucking funny that he said, this is, in but the future. this is in the future. Oh, <laughs> it's almost like the time when I was like having a drink with him. And I was like, last drink of 2020. He's like, it's October. No, it was November. Oh, it was right. Like, it was right before November. Thanksgiving. Was it was like, right oh, before Thanksgiving. Oh God, I'm so dumb. And it was 2019, but yeah. I'm so silly. Yeah. That made me laugh a lot, but yeah. that's in the future. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. Did you do anything stupid or embarrassing? Uh, stupid or embarrassing. I feel like you did recently. What did I do? I mean, I do so many embarrassing things. Pause for yawn. (sighs) That was a big one. It's a big one. Anything at your shoot that you felt you were? Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, this is, it's, it was like, so I was on a shoot this weekend and we were in a house that was not air conditioned centrally. It had like a really terrible AC (laughs) and, uh, I was standing in a spot where there were like multiple sources of light, like pointed right at me yeah and i started to drip like dripping so i had my hands like kind of up and so there were i had to be like really still so there were just puddles of sweat yeah dripping from my elbows and also for those of you that don't know me or haven't been around me when it's really hot my fucking knees yeah i don't know why you haven't bought shorts i have really really sweaty knees (laughs) and like so much so to the point where like i was hanging a light and one of my camera operators was like, is, is that sweat? And I was like, yeah, dude, my knee sweat. And he was like, what? Yeah, it's the weirdest thing. My I wonder, though, if it's actually not your knees. No, because or there's if... butt sweat. I have like butt, like down the crack sweat. Yeah. And then there's nothing on my thighs. And then from my the top of my knee down. But do you think it's soaked. sweat that's kind of just dripping no, down to because your if knees it was dripping, and collecting? No, because if it was dripping down, it, my thighs would be soaked. <laughs> my thighs would be so yeah, it's just my true. it just stops at my knees it's so fucking crazy <laughs> and i you know i i don't consider i'm not a big time sweater i sweat no. like normally but like when it's really hot my knees are like <laughs> let's go into activation <laughs> mode let's really cool down those legs like what <laughs> the fuck it's it's very so that is actually i mean i'm not embarrassed by it but when i tell people my knees sweat they're like oh that's not a thing and i'm like Give, check it yeah watch watch what happens check it um 
It's hysterical, man. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. But yeah, that was that's probably it. Yeah. yeah. Um also oh pause for my yawn now. Um n- not soup not in, it, this wasn't embarrassing to me, but it was definitely something kind of stupid. So we were hanging out in uh, Prospect Park with your brother and his girlfriend and another friend of ours. And this was before, this is a throwback because this was before we got Ronnie. But we were about to play a card game and I remembered like, oh, I, we're going to be getting a foster dog soon. Like, this is exciting. We were, we had just talked about like some like life updates and in my head I was saying like, oh, we signed up to be foster dog parents Parents. um and i said oh well Corey and i signed up to be foster Foster parents parents. and they everyone's face was like "Uh, what (laughs) and and Corey was like dog dog we're and we're getting we're getting a dog and everyone's like oh "Oh." yeah Yeah. i was oh yeah 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 sorry that you weren't in my head that's what i meant um that's awesome i think they I think they might have felt a little uncomfortable because they don't think they really knew how to react to it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, like, I just said it so casually because being a foster dog to me is very casual. Yeah. Um, but being a foster funny. parent to children is a little less casual. There's a lot more responsibilities <laughs> yeah. that go into that. Yeah, thank um, yeah. But that was kind of embarrassing. Not, again, not embarrassing, but just kind of something yeah. stupid that That's I awesome. that I did. Cool. Yeah. Fun. Well, uh, if you guys have any questions about handling your partner in quarantine, we'd love to hear. Or from any you. suggestions on how you are handling your partner. Yeah, or... we'd love to hear some advice. Uh, if you have any advice for us, feel free to let us know. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. We love you all. Um, feel free to uh, share this podcast with your friends. Leave a review. Uh, it helps other people find the podcast. We. Uh, have some uh, fun stuff planned for Sunday with the Shepherds this week and mm-hmm. um, some really cool interviews hopefully coming up soon. Yeah. So stay tuned for those. I love you. I love you. We'll see you guys next time. You're okay. Bye. 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 <laughs> I'm stealing conversation. It's about to go down. I'm feeling your vibrations all the way across town. I'm ET, you can